The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. An hour ago, we were talking about Tesco cutting the prices of 700 products. It includes things like Pampers and toothpaste uh, and curry paste. Uh, But our chief reporter, Barry White, uh, making the point that his own research would reveal that these so-called staple products, your eggs, your milk, your butter, your cheese, your bread, that in most cases that is still the same or indeed more expensive than it was a month ago. Katrina Redmond is with me. She's a cost of living expert with the Irish Examiner. Uh, Katrina, uh, despite some of the staples so-called staples not coming down, I guess some decrease in some products has to be welcomed. Is that fair? I think it's fair to say that everybody will welcome parts, at least, of their grocery basket reducing. And we can only hope that Tesco are leading the charge on this. According to my research for the Irish Examiner, over the last couple of years, Tesco and indeed SuperValue have been market leaders when it comes to increasing prices due to the cost of living And it seems that Tesco are being very proactive and being ahead of the posse when it comes to decreasing prices. And fingers crossed, I would be optimistic that the rest of the retailers will follow suit very, very shortly. The only thing is, is that the value that we will say, Ben, make from this or the amount of money we will have back in our pockets at the end of the week is absolutely eclipsed by all of the other cost of living increases, be it interest rates, mortgage interest rates, rent, the cost of energy. So it's very much a drop in the ocean for families and individuals who are hard pressed at the moment. It is, but at the same time, I guess it's 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 a very tangible drop in the ocean, isn't it? It's the thing that you can see on a supermarket register once or twice a week. Yeah, because we use our discretionary income to buy our groceries. So Mm. if we have a little bit more in our pocket after the shopping, then we can use that discretionary income and we can spread it around the community. Like that's a couple of extra quid maybe to go and enjoy a drink with friends, maybe go to the cinema, maybe buy a bag of chips or go towards a a night out. So having a little bit more money in our pocket from a discretionary income point of view makes us feel better about ourselves. So, I mean, is the hope then that something of a price war is triggered and and others follow suit or simply that others will follow suit because of the underlying conditions that, you know, inflation has started to slow uh, and there's now wriggle room to reduce prices? I think there there has always been wriggle room to reduce prices. Um, I mean, last week there was a report that the South African company that owns kind of the the BWG group um, uh, that, that owned the Spar groups they have had record profits in the past year so and sales are in, on the increase so that kind of points to that there is the wiggle room there so so maybe we're just reaching the sweet spot that it, we're at a point now where the supermarkets are prepared to start reducing their prices interestingly um Tesco in particular are not reduced like the prices are not reduced on on all of their own brand products or other branded products or supplied in products that are beginning to reduce so you know those suppliers will also be supplying several of the Irish supermarkets so fingers crossed that will be reflected across the board um and it really does make us feel better about it like it, it it makes it a little bit easier a little bit gentler if we're saving money but still the rate of inflation when it comes to food is running at over 12.6% in the last year and it hasn't really decreased very much despite the decrease in the price of staples in the last month and do you suspect that there is a bit of price gouging going on 
I wouldn't say that it's price gouging. I'd, I'd nearly call it hedging in many ways. I think that perhaps supermarkets have been trying to insulate themselves from the cost of living increases. And now that energy costs are beginning to go down, in particular fuel and transport, that they can see that they don't need to hedge anymore. So they're releasing a little bit more. But equally, the pressure that's been coming on them from a political point of view and from you know, a community point of view, um, people are putting pressure on the supermarket. People are more prone to picking up the phone, ringing the supermarket, sending an email in saying they're dissatisfied about the cost. Like, this is one of the hottest topics of discussion at the school gate in the group WhatsApps at the moment. Where can we get the best value for money? And and the pressure is being put on the supermarket, so they're having to react now. I don't necessarily see it's a, a, pre, a, a price war between the supermarkets. I think it's a reaction to the demand. Louise O'Reilly is a Sinn Féin TD and she is the party spokesperson on enterprise trade and employment uh, as well. Louise, you're welcome uh, to the show. So, I mean, the Minister of State, Neil Richmond, he brought in all those supermarket bosses for this forum and he, he read them the Riot Act by all accounts. And, and lo and behold, the prices are coming down. A great success. By no accounts uh, did he read anyone the Riot Act. Um, well, I think by his fact, account he did. Well, I know I don't even think he will claim that now, in fairness. Uh, by all accounts, what we had was a fairly cosy chat. He made it very clear in advance he wasn't prepared to take any action. Um, this is something that is happening. And as Katrina has said, it is very much a drop in the ocean, but it's welcome nonetheless. But it does show us what could be done. So, I mean, if we look to other European countries, we look to, to France maybe as an example, they're concentrating very, very, their government and their finance minister and, uh, and, and other ministers are concentrating very heavily on ensuring that the cost of a basket of goods for a, a worker on an average income is actually coming down. Targets are being set. And uh, indeed, it was the finance minister in France that announced that if the prices didn't come down, that uh, that they would um, tax the super profits that mm. are being made. So, you know, it, it is possible to, uh, to get results. We know that there were no targets set. This is very welcome, but I don't think anyone is foolish enough to imagine and, that it came out of that, uh, that that meeting that happened. And, and Louise, in, in France and in other jurisdictions, are, are they achieving those price reductions through price caps or, or like specific mechanisms or, or is it that threat of a super tax? It's a voluntary price reductions that are being achieved. Okay. But the, the test and the true test is what are people paying at the supermarket checkout and is there an appreciable difference, an appreciable reduction? And we pressed, and we did press the minister very, very hard on this. Uh, and the senior minister, Minister Coveney, in response to a direct question I put to him on the floor of the doll, he said, we made it very clear that the government isn't happy. Now, that really, that kind of language is very much hands-off when we see in other jurisdictions, the government is very much hands-on. You know, and I think we'd like to see some legislation uh, coming through the door. It's going to be necessary to legislate to ensure that uh, that companies, that these retailers publish the profits, the profits that they make here in Ireland. I think it's only fair that we should see them. I think that should be done. I think we also need to look at the fact that uh, that the CCPC is short-staffed. Craig Hughes from the Mail was reporting this only a month ago, mm. um, that they are short-staffed in some very senior positions. Again, you know, these are the people who the government have given the job of ensuring that uh, that the consumer is protected and they're running short-staffed. That should be addressed. There's a lot, there's a lot of things that the government can do rather than stand back and wait and see what the retailers themselves do. The government mm. could be a lot more proactive about this. And I think that's what people want to see. So I mean, so it's your contention that, that in France and in other jurisdictions, the retailers 
perceive the threat from government to be real, but here they perceive no threat. They can kind of do what they want. But the government made it very clear in advance of the meeting. Price caps were completely off the agenda. Uh, the minister, the, the junior minister, Richmond, uh, he made it clear, he made an announcement that he was compiling a dossier, that he was going to confront the retailers with the dossier. He didn't give it to them. He hasn't given it to us. We don't know what happened to his, his dossier. We don't know what happened. So, you know, so it, it does give the impression that they're just not that serious about it. Um, and I think what has happened, what we've seen with the retailers has come about as a direct result of public pressure. Um, I think you is know, it not? It, is there not someone Finnegan that uh, from the the real kind of freewheeling free marketeer wing of the party who'd say this is this is vindication of what we wanted? Just leave well enough alone, and the market will solve the problem for us. Yeah, the market has given us inflation that's running uh, on average this year at way over twelve percent food inflation and getting up as high as almost seventeen percent. So no. The market won't deliver and can't be relied on to deliver for people on lower fixed incomes. So, you know, if you're but on... they'll say it's starting to. This is this is the beginning of a process. So those 700 items today are going to be reduced. Others would follow. The other supermarkets would follow. But again, this has been, this has been done in a very haphazard way. What we need to see is the government driving this. And they're not driving it. Okay, so they they may be operating, and you're right. I mean, the, the, there's probably some among them, probably many of them, uh, free market capitalists who are just standing back and saying, "Well, let's let the market sort it out." But that's no good for people who are having to make really hard choices at the tills in relation to what they can and they can't afford to buy, leaving back essentials because something else that happens to be more essential. People are making decisions between, you know, nappies and babies. So that's like that's just not right. And the government need to get to grips with it. But what they need to do, I mean, I'd love to see the dossier that uh, that Junior Minister Richmond compiled. I think we would all like to see it, but we don't know what he did with it. So if there's going to be some action uh, arising out of these meetings that the government are holding, I think we need to see targets set to show that mm. they are serious. But I think what they're serious about is just standing back and uh, waiting to see what happens. I don't think that's good enough, being honest. Uh, Marty says, I got the little fruit pastilles back in May 2022. They were 45 cent a packet. I priced them yesterday evening. They were 72 cent. Somebody else says, dog poo bags, 3.15 in Tesco, reduced to 2 euro, picked up five packs, went to the till. Still 3.15 each at the till. So I handed them back. And somebody else points out that 6.80 euro for Sensodyne toothpaste uh, in Duns and Wexford. And it was only about 3 euro uh, last year. Uh, you, you mentioned the possibility or the threat of super taxes, uh, Louise. Should we be threatening price caps as well? But I think what we should do in the first instance, Karen, is we we should uh, know what kind of profits these companies are making. So, the best of my knowledge, they weren't asked to disclose that voluntarily, and there isn't legislation to compel them to do it. Now, I do think. Well, we never know what t- Tesco are in the headlines today. Tesco never separate their profits between the UK and Ireland, so nobody knows what they make here. No, and we should know. And we should know. And there should be transparency. And the key to that is changing the legislation, but also asking, you know, what's been done in France has been done on a voluntary basis. So to my knowledge, they haven't been asked. They should declare their profits because at the very least, that gives us an idea uh, of, of where the, uh, the profiteering, if there is profiteering, if there is profiteering going on, and the Taoiseach has said he believes profiteering is going on, again, offered no evidence of this, simply said it, denied it in the doll, said mm. it on the telly. You know, I mean, they're all over the place on this. And, you know, people are uh, really at the put to the pin of their collar. Like, I, I spoke to a woman on the door a couple of weeks ago and she told me that she was dreading the summer. She said, the kids are going to be here all day and all they do is eat and eat. 
Now, she didn't want to be telling anyone that much less a stranger like myself crawling to her door. But that's how, how bad it is for people, that they're actually dreading the summertime, the good weather, the kids being home. They should be looking forward to it. This woman knows that mm. she should be looking forward to it. But she also knows that it's going to put in a massive strain on her finances. Uh, someone here says the world is having inflation problems and you can't blame the government for that. But somebody else says small reductions possibly, but the increases are so much more significant. Ham up from one ninety nine to three thirty nine. Activia yogurts used to be below two quid for a pack of four. Now we're expected to think it's great value to get two packs of four for over a fiver as a club card special offer another classic is raspberry jam own brand finest from 89 cent to 1 euro 59 the drops tiny in comparison to these increases and Tim in West Cork says it's all lovely for Tesco to cut prices but who's going to pay for it only producers farmers fishermen and the like if the government were serious about tackling the price of groceries they could do something with the price of fuel everything purchased in the grocery shops has to get there by road and it doesn't usually travel the roads by itself so says Tim. Anyway, Tim, thanks for the text. 087-1400-106. Louise O'Reilly is Sinn Féin's spokesperson on workers' rights, enterprise trade and employment. And Katrina Redmond, the cost of living expert with the Irish Examiner, we heard from uh, also. Thank you both uh, very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.